Hello and welcome to the Anishinaabe History Podcast. I'm Chris Waite. In Ohio is a 1,300-foot-long earthwork in the shape of a snake. It is called Serpent Mound. It is on a list to possibly become a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Why? It is partly because of its size. It's very large. It's the largest effigy mound in North America. It's also partly because of its age. According to a UNESCO website, Serpent Mound was built around the year 1120, That would make it around 900 years old. It is also worthy of being a World Heritage Site because it is an example of archaeoastronomy, which means that Serpent Mound is aligned to astronomical events such as solstices. On the OhioHistory.org website, the date of the effigy's age is different. It states the following regarding the date of the Serpent Mound. Quote, Thousands of years ago, native Ohioans populated the landscape with mounds and massive earthworks. In the late 19th century, Harvard University archaeologist Frederick Ward Putnam excavated Serpent Mound, but he found no artifacts in the serpent that might allow archaeologists to assign it to a particular culture. Based largely on the nearby presence of Adena burial mounds, Later archaeologists attributed the effigy to the Adena culture that flourished from 800 BC to AD 100. This theory on the site's origin was accepted until a 1991 site excavation used radiocarbon dating to determine that the mound was approximately 900 years old. This would suggest that the builders of the serpent belonged to the Fort Ancient culture, AD 1000 to 1500. In 2014, Another team of archaeologists presented new radiocarbon dates for the serpent, suggesting that it was built by the Adena culture at around 300 BC. More work is needed to clarify the age of the serpent mound. End quote. The Adena culture existed throughout the same years as the Greeks and Romans. A date of 300 BC would be around the time of Alexander the Great in Persia. A date of 1120 AD would be sometime in between the First and Second Crusades in Europe. I have no problem with a Serpent Mound build date of 300 BC. Why? The easy answer is because people have been on Turtle Island for a very long time. An academic answer requires further analysis, but still remains inconclusive. For instance, An article abstract published in Cambridge Archaeological Journal in 2018 states the following, Serpent Mound in northern Adams County, Ohio, USA, is one of the most iconic symbols of ancient America, and yet there is no widely agreed-upon date for the age of its original construction. Some archaeologists consider it to have been built by the Adena culture around 300 B.C., while others contend it was built by the Fort Ancient culture around A.D. 1100. There have been three attempts to obtain radiometric ages for the effigy, but they have yielded inconclusive results. The iconography of the earthwork offers an alternative means of placing the mound in its cultural context. Serpent imagery is abundant in the Fort Ancient culture, as well as in the more encompassing Mississippian ideological interaction sphere. Pictographs from Picture Cave in Missouri include a serpent, a humanoid female, 
and a volvoid in close association. We interpret these elements in light of Suan oral traditions as first woman and her consort, the Great Serpent. The picture cave imagery dates to between A.D. 950 and 1025. We argue that these same three elements are represented in the original configuration of Serpent Mound and therefore situate its design and original construction in the early Fort Ancient period. End quote. So there have been a handful of radiocarbon tests and the results have been different each time. Why would different years be found by different radiocarbon tests? Again, the easy answer is because people have been on Turtle Island for a very long time. If the site was considered special for thousands of years, then it stands to reason that different so-called cultural layers would be formed in the archaeological record. Another article states that the radiocarbon date could be as far back as 400 to 500 BC. Archaeologists call that the early woodland Adena period. Use of the site likely goes back even earlier. One archaeologist, Schwartz, writes in his paper, quote, It appears, based on the presence of a cresap-stemmed projectile point, to date to the early woodland period, 1000 BC to 500 BC. A few other scattered finds, such as a hammer stone and fragment of a bipedid stone, indicate relatively prosaic activities were taking place around the conical mound. Also, ASC dated a thermal feature to the early woodland period, 506 BC to 376 BC. This feature and associated debitage and tools in nearby excavation units indicate that this area was an occupational locus. This area is on a slight rise that is the northeasternmost of several slight rises, including some that were determined to be mounds. End quote. So the case could be made that Serpent Mound dates back to somewhere between 1000 BC and 500 BC. This would take us back to about the same time period as when King Solomon ruled the Israelites and around the founding of Rome by Romulus and Ramus, or approximately when Cyrus the Great established the Persian Empire. Better the anger of a friend than the kiss of an enemy. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. All problems are people problems, and most people problems are people refusing to act like people. What was life like north of the Ohio River and south of the Great Lakes back in 500 BC? Archaeological evidence shows that people were using stone projectile points to kill prey. People lived by rivers, and settling at the confluence of rivers was ideal. Fishing, hunting, and travel could be better coordinated at river confluences. It's not difficult to imagine people saying to each other over the millennia, you go that way, I go this way, and we meet back here later. Is it unreasonable to want to be home by nightfall? What happens when it gets dark and you are not yet home? You can still follow the river, but what if you are not at your river? What if there are no recognizable landmarks? Can you use the stars? You sure can. Native people on Turtle Island had names for stars, planets, constellations, and other celestial phenomena. 
Wawate, for instance, is the Ojibwe word for northern lights. Anong means star. Tibikigijis is moon. Wabun means something like morning light and also means east. What we call the Big Dipper in English is Ojik, the Martin in Ojibwe. And just like Ursa Major, the Big Bear, Ojig travels around the northern pole star, Giwedenung, which is literally North Star. If you want to travel westwards at night, keep the North Star over your right shoulder. To travel eastwards, keep Ojig on your left. The Ojibwe people's traditional territory is much more north of the Ohio River, where Serpent Mound was built. People have inhabited the region between the Ohio River and Lake Erie for at least 13,000 years. It could be as much as 19,000 years if you think about Meadowcroft Rock Shelter in Pennsylvania, which is about 400 kilometers northeast of Serpent Mound. Stone projectile points of the Folsom and Clovis types have been found in this region. Archaeologists say that previously nomadic people disappeared and that a sedentary agrarian people named Adena emerged. That change is thought to have occurred around 1000 BC. The people of the Adena culture utilized burial mounds to consecrate their dead. Ancient burials have been excavated at the Serpent Mound site. There might also be a woodhenge near Serpent Mound. Quote, a map made by Putnam, 1889, is in the Peabody Museum at Harvard University. The map shows a circular formation of fort holes, presumably post molds, located south of the serpent effigy. Wilson, 2016, page 5, believes that this mapped formation of features is the remains of a woodhenge, a circle of wooden posts. In the eastern woodlands, woodhenges are thought to be related to calendrical observations, as the placement of the posts mark the solstices and the equinoxes. End quote. Who can say for sure when people on this particular spot overlooking a river noticed something intriguing in the night sky? In this part of the world, there's 52 different kinds of clouds. If you know the names of those clouds, then you know your way. You can tell the weather up to four days. The clouds coupled with the wind, whichever the wind is coming. That's natural law. What also is natural law is that everything that is round is sacred. Everything that is sacred is round. The raindrops, the leaves, you and I, all life is round. Even the wind is round. Wind travels in a circle. So do the clouds. The sun and the moon and the stars are all round. So that's a lesson right there. Natural law. The Adena culture evolved into what archaeologists call the Hopewell culture around the year 100 BC. The people of the Hopewell culture were also mound builders. The Hopewell culture disappears from the archaeological record around 600 AD. After Hopewell came the Mississippian culture, from which the Siouan-speaking people are descended. The Erie people also lived in this region, but by 1650 had a near-extinct population after their war with the Iroquois. 
Due to the East Coast colonization of Turtle Island, the demographics of Ohio shifted again. Many different First Nations, such as the Chippewa and Ottawa from the north, the Delaware from the east, the Mingos and the Shawnee from the south, the Wyandots and Miami from the west, as well as the Iroquois nations, entered into the Ohio region. Is this when we forgot that the mound was there? When Frederick Putnam first discovered the mound in the 1880s, the effigy was overgrown with trees. He had to clear the area of the overgrowth. Since then, archaeologists have been learning more and more about the site. Interestingly, Serpent Mound is not the only serpent mound around the Great Lakes. For instance, north of Lake Ontario is another lake called Rice Lake. At Rice Lake is Serpent Mound's National Historic Site. I'll read what it says on the Parks Canada website. Quote, 2,000 years ago, Aboriginal people gathered nearby in large settlements in spring and summer to hunt, fish, and collect freshwater mussels. Here, for over three centuries, these people built mounds to bury and revere their dead. These nine mounds and other closely related sites provide an exceptionally complete record of life at that time. The mound, shaped like a serpent, the only one of its kind in Canada, is over 60 meters long and almost 8 meters wide. Mississauga people of this area are now the proud stewards of these ancient sites. End quote. I think it's likely that the Serpent Mounds of Rice Lake are related to the Serpent Mound effigy in Ohio. Geographically, the Serpent Mounds exist around the Great Lakes, so there is propinquity. True, the distance from Serpent Mound to Rice Lake is about 1,000 kilometers, but the distance from Meadowcroft to Rice Lake is about 700 kilometers, and much of that could be traveled by water. Temporally, the site in Canada is labeled as 2,000 years old. I think it makes sense that Ohio's Serpent Mound has equal provenance. As I said earlier, who can say when someone first looked at the night sky in these places and noted something intriguing? And with at least 19,000 years of human inhabitation in this region, how can we say for certain when the sacred origin of these sites actually was? Are they related? That's all for today's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes in the future. I'm Chris Waite, and this has been the Anishinaabe History Podcast. <laughs>